what is up kangaroo chasers and welcome to the original and the best okay maybe just the original international rugby league podcast for international rugby league fans of course it's chasing kangaroos of course i'm your host michael carboni you can call me carbs and it's great to have you here guys if you're a first time listener welcome we do things a little bit differently around here um, so I suggest or I encourage you to go back through the catalogue, have a listen, and um, yeah, not your typical NRL type of content, not your typical Super League content. We go deep, we talk about all things International Rugby League, growing the game, we talk about places uh, from where you wouldn't expect the game to be played or didn't even know it was played until you start listening to a few of these, which is really cool. So if you're interested in that type of stuff, I encourage you to go deep. Um, if you've been here before, welcome back. Great to have you here. Um, I've got an interesting, I think, couple of interesting points to discuss today. Um, it's going to be World Club Challenge related. Of course, we just saw the Mighty Saints, the world champions, defeat the Penrith Panthers 13 to 12 in extra time. Uh, nobody thought it could be done. Okay, maybe some some diehards and Helens fans thought it could be done, but I certainly was. You know, I was certainly given the Panthers like, you know at least 30 points victory on this one. So I was wrong. I'm very glad to be wrong. I'm, of course, a Saints fan um, and love that they have done this. They have shocked the NRL. They have shocked the Panthers. um, And I want to talk about it today. Now, on that, so Ask Carbs episode. This, if you've been playing along for the last couple of weeks, last episode was meant to be an Ask Carbs. And I got a bunch of questions from you guys. And one of them really stood out. Um, and it was something that I wanted to unpack, go deep. We ended up recording an entire episode about it. So, of course, 154 was how should the NRL brand themselves to grow in the USA? Um, went deep. Good episode. I listened back. I even enjoyed it. I don't like listening back to myself, but I even enjoyed it and um, got some great feedback from you guys. So thank you very much for that. Of course, I encourage the feedback. Tell me you love me. I need it. Just kidding. But on a serious note, uh, yeah, reach out, Twitter, at Chasing Roos Pod, Instagram and Facebook, at Chasing Kangaroos. DM me, at me, ask me questions. Tell me what you think. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right. All good. All feedback is is encouraged. Sometimes I share that feedback right here. So thank you for the feedback. Um, This episode was meant to be asking Ask Carbs. Um, But again, one of the questions really good and very relevant to World Club Challenge. So I'm going to unpack it and then I promise you guys, because a few people are asking where are these, where's this Ask Carbs, will my question get answered? I will record Ask Carbs straight off the back of this and release it a week later. So we will, we will have the Ask Carbs episode um, and we do have some interviews coming up. So I must say I'm reinvigorated this year. We are talking OG style Chasing Kangaroos episodes uh, talking about the stuff that I love and starting to get, you know, some interest from some people who, who want to tell their story and I want to help tell it. So we've got some interesting interviews coming up. We'll go deep into the state of the game in New Zealand. I want to go deep into the state of the game in PNG. Uh, also have an interview coming up with one of the newest clubs in Victoria here in Australia, which is really cool as well. Um, So much more coming, plus many episodes like this, me talking about big, 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 bold ideas uh, for the game and how to grow the game worldwide. So let's get to it. 
Um, the original question which inspired this episode was came from Steve Mitchell on Twitter. Um, and it was kind of a statement, uh, something to talk about. But he said, World Club Challenge model for the future. What should it look like? For example, I liked Super League 1997 World Club Challenge model. So, Steve, thanks for your question, mate. It's a good one. Um, probably not a question, but more of a discussion. I love it. And like I said, Saints um, beat the Panthers, shocked the world, shocked the rugby league world, certainly shocked the NRL. Because here we are in Australia thinking we're the greatest, NRL so much better than the Super League. And look, let's be honest, pound for pound, club for club, overall, there's, there's a gap. But, but the Saints, the mighty Saints, four-time champs and now world champs, have proved that they can mix it up with the biggest clubs in the world, with the best. Um, and that's really cool. Um, I'm so happy. Couldn't have happened to a better club. And the loss... Couldn't have happened to a better club because let's be honest, the Panthers are uh, walking around like their shit don't stink. Um, they, you know, they say they didn't take it seriously maybe, but I feel like, but yeah, pretty much, you know, pretty much full strength Panthers side here. I know they're missing Appy and Kikau, for, you know, who have gone to other clubs, but it's no excuse. This is the best they could put on the field and, and Saints beat them. Um, Saints came to play. Saints were hungry and Saints are the world champs and I absolutely fucking love it. So let's talk about the World Club Challenge, because to me, um, this is the first time, I mean, we've had World Club Challenge matches in Australia, but in my, in, correct me if I'm wrong, but we've had Brisbane, you know, Wigan played Brisbane, you know, 30 years ago almost. Um, this, there was a Mel game in Melbourne a little while ago as well. I don't really recall, there's no game that stands out in Sydney for the World Club Challenge until now with, with, with this Panthers game. I might be wrong. It might just, you know, totally, I might have totally missed the point. But this one, this one to me really highlighted some things. And um, I'm really excited for the future of, of the concept because, A, the Saints took it very seriously. They came here, they played the Dragons, they beat my Dragons, um, Saints v Saints. They, they had some opposed sessions against the likes of the Bears, etc. Um, they brought you know, over between one and 2,000 fans along with them. And the vibe in, in Panther Town out in Penrith um, leading up to that event was really cool. We had Saints fans hanging around. Um, there was a bit of a vibe there. And I feel like the Panthers fans took it a little bit seriously as well, not just a trial game. Um, we saw an amazing crowd um, considering it was torrential. Like, it was like the players couldn't come onto the field Although there was a delay to come onto the field at half time because of the because of the lightning strikes, but it was absolutely pissing down rain, as we say here in Australia. Um, still had about thirteen or fourteen thousand fans there, which was really impressive. Like you wouldn't get that to an NRL game typically if 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 the conditions were like that. So I was actually really impressed by that. Um, so it, it says a lot to me, um, and it kind of excites me that maybe. Um, and also the result, I guess, having the English side win, um, it's kind of like when Queensland wins State of Origin, everyone's still interested. But when New South Wales win, it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, it, you kind of need the English side to win these to make it interesting and make it a thing. And I feel like, you know, people are talking about the next day, I'm talking, having conversations with people and people are talking about World Club Challenge, which doesn't normally happen in Sydney because, you know, we... we the general fan typically doesn't 
you know, pay too much attention to it or care too much about it. But this was great. Everything worked out the way the fairy tale needed it to go. So exciting stuff. So let's go back to the the question or the comment from Steve Mitchell. So let's talk about um, potential future models for the World Club Challenge. You know, what are all the ways it could work? Um, let's break it down and then I'll tell you what I think is the best way to do it. And, and again, I encourage your feedback. So if, I'm, if there's another way, tell me. If you think I'm wrong, tell me. Um, I will premise, I, I'm going to go through some ideas. I don't think all of these ideas are good, uh, but they're pretty much like, and they're not like my original ideas that I've just come up with, like it's bits and pieces of things that I've heard over time, ideas that people speak about regularly when World Club Challenges happen. Um, and I just want to kind of map them out, break them down, and then we figure out what the best way to move forward is. Uh, I think that's the logical way to do it. So let's start with the model that Steve Mitchell in his question uh, refers to. So it was that Super League 1997 model. So for the some of those Gen Zs that are listening, uh, Super League was all you know isn't just an English competition or a UK competition. I should say um, it. What, for one year in Australia, we had a Super League. There were two comps. Go listen to the Rugby League Digest if you haven't. Um, but that year, um, in between or sort of during the season, we also had a World Club Challenge which featured all of the clubs from the Australian-based Super League and all of the clubs from the English-based Super League. Now, as a kid, 1997, I would have been about 12. So as a 12-year-old, this was a really cool concept and it was good to see like Wigan out here and Saints out here and Leeds and Bradford and, you know, clubs like that. It was really cool because not too long before that, we had Wigan, the powerhouse, defeating the the Brisbane Broncos in a World Club Challenge. I think it was 1994. So, you know, we were used to, you know, like a side like Wigan probably being the best in the world. It was, it was a thing. Um, but... All of that kind of changed in 1997 because what happened is, you know, the grand final of that World Club Challenge. So what happened, all the Aussie teams, all the English teams, they played from memory. I think it was a bit of a knockout competition. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, the grand final was played between two Aussie sides. So it was Brisbane Broncos v Hunter Mariners. Broncos won 36-12 according to the Rugby League project. Um, had to go back a little bit to to remember that one. Um, But what it sort of highlighted was that all of a sudden, because some of the English sides were getting shellacked, like the Adelaide Rams were shellacking English sides. It was, it was, it really highlighted this point that all of a sudden um, the Australian competition was leaps and bounds ahead of the Super League. Um, The Australian clubs were stronger than, than English clubs. Um, great clubs from the UK. Um, and it, what looked like an awesome, fun idea as a 12-year-old on paper actually really sucked at the time. And to be fair, I can't see that happening again the way it did in 1997. Steve Mitchell, I know you loved it, um, but I can't see that happening again. I can't see, you know, as a sport, us going to that length of having all of those clubs involved, clubs flying around everywhere um, for, you know, the Roosters beating Salford 120 nil. Like I can't see that being a thing again, as cool as it does sound. 
Um, and I just can't see NRL clubs getting around it. And and to be fair, we've got so many games on during the year as it is to be adding a World Club Challenge with every club involved. I just don't think so. That's too much to their busy schedule. So as cool as that sounds on paper, that is one of the options that I hear people talk about. Uh, Steve Mitchell obviously likes it. I can't see it happening. Um, some other options, right? Let's go into the really obvious one. Keep it as it is. Um, now, keep it as it is is interesting uh, because for an, for the Aussie sides, a lot of them feel like it's a trial. Um, I think we can see it's, and I don't want to offend English rugby league fans or British rugby league fans or Super League fans here. I should say Super League because there's a French club there as well. I don't want to offend Super League fans, but Super League fans take World Club Challenge more seriously because I think they see it as a step up, whereas NRL fans and NRL clubs don't typically see it as a step up. Now, the, the NRL clubs take this game at varying degrees of seriousness as well. So you see the Panthers last night... They thought, they legitimately thought that they could just show up and win this game easily and to their detriment because they, they, they had their pants pulled down and I'm so glad that they did because they did not take this as seriously as they should. Um, they should have treated this like a, like a legit contest because Saints are a good club, a good side. You don't win four Super League premierships or you don't win four premierships full stop in a row in any professional competition without being good. Um, so boo Panthers, be better next time if you get there. Um, but then you look at clubs like the Roosters, hats off to them, you know, they win the grand final. Nick Politis has been interviewed. He says, we're going to England, baby. Um, they take it seriously. They're, they coach their players. They treat it real. They visit France on the way there and get around some of the French clubs and help them out. They treat it more... And, you know, the Roosters, when they went over there, they probably thought they were a great chance of winning as well, um, which they did very, very easily, I think, at the time. But they treated it as, you know, they had a role as the premier club in Australia to help try and grow the game and spread spread the game in England, UK, France. Um, so hats off to how they did it. And I, I think I'd rather see Aussie clubs acting like that than the way the Panthers kind of have been from an administrative perspective over the last couple of weeks. Um, so England fans, Super League fans, I keep saying England, I'm sorry about that. Super League fans love how serious they take it, man. And to see them bring 1,000 plus fans to Sydney for this, for a couple of games hats off like that is what we need and if we keep it how it is um we need them to show us how it's done because us aussie fans could probably learn a little bit from that as well um and i'm going to expand on this as well a little bit later but let's look at some other options for world club challenge another thing i hear people say a lot is we should move it to the end of the year so keep it as a one-off but move it to the end of the year after the respective grand finals. Now, in theory, that makes sense. If this is the World Club Challenge, we're trying to figure out who the world champions are, which we technically say that we're doing. This is the world champions 
the winner of this match are the world champions. So technically, shouldn't it be after the grand finals when the actual players are still there? You know, we saw Panthers, for example, guys like Kikau, Api Corusau. These are big names. Corusau, the Panthers certainly missed Corusau last night. Um, he ain't coming back, but a week after the grand final, he should still be there. Um, should If we're taking it very seriously, then that's when it should be. Um, I can't see that happening um, for a couple of reasons. One, it does eat into international calendar time, which is what we want to see. We actually want to see international games after grand finals. Two, once again, it comes down to the fact that for the NRL clubs, and again, I don't want to offend Super League fans, but for NRL clubs, that grand final is the biggest club game. Playing a Super League club a week later is probably a step down in intensity as they see it. I'm trying to say my words here so that people don't get offended. It would probably be seen as a step down in intensity. And it sounds silly because Saints are the champs and they just won, right? Whereas, but this is how the NRL clubs feel. I'm just, that's, that's I guess, what I'm saying. For them, it's a step down in, in intensity. It's not bigger than a grand final. Whereas for Super League clubs, they might see it that way. They might see it as bigger than their grand final. So until there's parity in that regard, I don't think there's any way we can actually move this thing to the end of the year, unfortunately, because it would be pretty cool. The other thing I hear people say about World Club Challenges is we need to re- use it to promote the game elsewhere. Um, so you hear people talk about the USA or, you know, some crazy people with big ideas saying, let's take it to Dubai, let's take it to Japan, you know, let's, let's take it elsewhere. Um, you know, there's some merit here, you know, using it as a promotional tool. Um, you know, could we take it to the US? Could we take it to a place like Amsterdam where, the, you know, the Netherlands are doing some good things, Netherlands Rugby League are doing good things, you know, could we promote the game there? Um, could we take it to, like, country New South Wales, you know? Could the Panthers have taken this game to, you know, to, to Dubbo or something like that? Like, potentially it would be a good tool for promotion elsewhere, whether it be heartlands that we're trying to reinvigorate or completely new areas. Um, and in the past, I've probably been big on an idea like this, um, but I've been swayed, and I'll tell you why. Um, I, I touched on it earlier, but the Saints fans were incredible. To be able to bring a 1,000 people here, um, we played it in a heartland, a rugby league heartland, Western Sydney. Panthers fans got around it despite the rain. They took it seriously. I, I really need to commend the fans for getting out there, taking it seriously. Um, they want to win trophies of the fans. I'm sure the players do as well. They want to win trophies. So whatever it is, whether they think it's bigger than a grand final or not, they want to win trophies. They took it really seriously. We saw it. We saw the fans get around it in Rugby League Heartland. We saw English fans uh, of St. Helens. We saw Saints fans come across in numbers. So impressive. Um, and that makes me think that we need this to really be a big deal in our heartlands and where the clubs are. So what I'd actually like to see is I'd like to see it alternate. So, again, I'm touch, you, you're getting a hint of how I'm going to end this episode, but whatever happens, it should probably alternate. I think that's a great idea to, to actually lock this in the calendar and say 
Guys, World Club Challenge, it happens every year. It's not like something that the, the clubs negotiate at the end of the year. Maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. Like the Panthers didn't want to play last year, so it didn't happen. Um, it's locked in. It is on the preseason calendar every year. And we play one year in Europe, one year in Australia and New Zealand. And, and I, say, I say that because, you know, if Catalans were to win, it would be great to see a World Club Challenge in France. You know, but if, if Leeds win or if Wigan win, like, that's great. But if it should, you know, we should alternate one year, have it in Australia or New Zealand, one year have it in the, the UK or France. Because what it does is, I think, like I said, the UK fans, the, the Saints fans, they really showed us how it's done. They took it seriously. They came over here in numbers and Saints won, which is the beautiful part about it all. Saints won. And that's what really keeps it going, right? Um, the fairy tale is alive. The Saints fans showed us how important it is. They came in numbers. If we can learn to replicate that, if, say, the Doggies win the grand final, maybe one day again, I'm sure they will, and a 1,000 Bulldogs fans went over to, you know, Leeds. I don't know why. We're just saying random clubs here. I'm talking about clubs I don't normally talk about just to make it fair and all. But if we could get to a point where Aussie fans were taking it as seriously, going to the heartlands, um, I think that could be really cool. Um, and you do that by locking it in and going alternating years. I'm all over the place with this episode today. I'm just so excited. Um, another idea, right? So let's move forward. So move it to the end of the year? Probably not at this stage. Another idea I hear about a lot is turning it into a mini tournament. So probably it's the solution between a one-off game and having all the clubs from both sides of the world competing. Um, you have a mini tournament and I've heard Russell Crowe come up with, you know, six club style, three from each side tournaments and I've heard people speak of others, but let's say for this example, you'd have like maybe the top ranked Aussie side, English side, Kiwi side, French side. Um, so for example, this year, the World Club Challenge would have been Penrith Panthers, New Zealand Warriors, St. Helens and the Catalans Dragons. Um, I think that's really cool. Um, you know, probably easier for the Warriors and the Dragons to make it than for any of the Aussie or, or British clubs. <laughs> but, um, and I think in time that probably would evolve because, you know, we want to have more Kiwi sides, you know. I think I'm a big, big believer that the 18th club should come from New Zealand for the NRL. Um, and I'm also a big believer that, you know, our next professional rugby league competition needs to be France. So, you know, in time, an idea like this could really work where, you know, there's more than just two pro, club, pro tournaments in the world. Um, and we want to spread that out a little bit. So that could work really well. Um, how you do that, you know, do you take all four clubs to one place and, and play these, these matches, play a mini tournament? You know, is that place, again, going back to an earlier idea here, is it, is it like the USA? You know, that's what Russell Crowe, you know, suggested some time ago. Um, or, and probably a better way is, do you have, you know, you have like a semi-final but depending on hemispheres, so you'd have like, as this, using this year as an example, Panthers v Warriors as a, as a semi final, Saints v Catalan as a um, as a semi final, and then winners go into the final 
alternating years or whatever. Very complex, very complicated. Um, sounds cool on paper. Um, I think we're not there yet. So that's my opinion on this idea. I don't think we're there yet. It's a struggle to get, you know, NRL clubs at the moment to commit to this being a one-off. So if it's going to be a mini tournament, I can't see that happening. But I think this is the type of idea we need to grow to in order to, um, you know, p- moving forward because we we want more professional competitions and more professional competitions means if you're trying to figure out who the world champion is, uh, you need something like this. So I think not now, but definitely something to work towards mini tournament style. Final idea, and this is one that I've heard quite a bit in the last day or two, is that, uh, and this is a, a crazy one, but perhaps the Super League winner should be the 18th team in the NRL. Um, and obviously, it's a newish idea because, you know, it's not, you know, this is the first time we've had 17 teams in the comp. Um, you know, it's kind of sexy, this idea. It's kind of fun because I think Saints, as team number 18, they'd obviously have to base themselves in Australia. Um, it could be a lot of fun having Saints as Team 18. I think judging by their win last night, they'd go okay. How they go over 27 rounds, 28 rounds, whatever, would be interesting to see. Can they keep it up? Um, but I think they'd go okay. It's a cool idea. The downside to this idea is it assumes that the NRL is the far superior competition and Super League is just like, you know, it's a qualification for the NRL which I don't think would be a good look for the Super League. So uh, that's the main reason why this is not a good idea, but a very sexy kind of sounding idea when, you know, you put it forward for the first time. So these are, and look, I may have missed one or two, or there's probably some, some slight variations, but these are essentially all the ideas that I see floating around for how the World Club Challenge should work. Um, for me, it's very simple. And normally, maybe I'm maturing in my older age because um, I normally love the pie in the sky stuff. Like if you asked me a year or two ago, how should the World Club Challenge look? I might have said, you know, it should be the four best clubs uh, played in New York at the end of the year or something really pie in the sky and ridiculous like that. But really, realistically, I think the best model for World Club Challenge is probably closer to what we have now than anything crazy and pie in the sky. Um, You want to keep it simple, you want to make it possible, and you want to build it up. I think we have a chance, last night proved to me that we have a chance to build up the intensity and to make it something special for the fans. So I would keep it in the preseason. I would keep it as a one-off game. Uh, I would definitely keep it, um, keep it, well, I'd, I'd lock it in, sorry, I should say. I would lock it in every year. So this is not a question that we have at the end of the season after we figure out who the champs of each respective competition is. We know that on this date, every year in the pre-season, we're going to have a World Club Challenge. Um, I think we alternate it between hemispheres. So it's either UK, France or Australia, New Zealand, depending on who wins and what year it is. Um, and I think we just build it up and make it a thing. Um, the, the, the Saints fans showed how it's done and the rest of us need to follow and i think in time you can build it up make it special um you know the charity shield for example proves how important a a trial match 
or a pre-season match can be. Um, this can be that bigger for sure. It should be bigger, to be honest with you. It's the world champs. Um, but we need to make it as big as possible. We need to make it a genuine part of the calendar for our domestic competitions. And that is how you do it. Lock it in, alternate each year and and keep building up the, the atmosphere and the fans. And it's just got to be, it's just got to grow. Uh, in time, you want to be able to add to it simply because if we have more professional competitions like France 25, which I hope happens, and which I think we should as a com- as an international rugby league community be striving for, um, I think you've got to be able to add teams to it. Um, but for now, that's how I think it should be. Like I said, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm right. I know it's not what a lot of people that listen to this have been listening to this show for the last four or five years would expect me to say because normally I'm pie in the sky but I think um, really grounded now on this one and I think that's how we need to do World Club Challenge in the future. I'm Michael Carboni. Thanks for chasing kangaroos with me. I'll see you next time.